Humor and mistakes. 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 Share your mistake. Humor and mistakes. I said. Y'all surprised with that new intro? Uh, we're working on things over here. We're in the lab. I'm trying to make some things happen. Uh, this is the first time y'all are hearing my voice is the intro for 2019. Uh, because I've been slacking on the episodes. I've been waiting to the last minute to release them. And then I have to go to work. And I don't have time to record something before the episode starts. So that's on me. I'd already broken some of my New Year's resolutions. Uh, but I did say no matter what, I'm getting an episode out every Monday at 5 p.m. So I have been doing that. Uh, but it's been a good 2019 so far. Um, one thing I want to talk about that has happened is I had a friend who had a kid. And he had it back in November of 2018. And I just found out yesterday. Uh, I've been off social media. I've been slacking. I'm a terrible friend. So I want to say congratulations to you and your new baby friend out there you probably don't want me to call your name out but congratulations to you uh, sorry i'm just finding out i should have sent a text message yesterday uh but i'm at the age where when someone tells me they're having a baby i don't know whether to say congratulations or do you want me to look up an abortion clinic in the phone book in the yellow pages uh, or google it yellow pages don't exist anymore uh, but now I'm starting to realize, like, just because I'm 29 and and single and would freak out if somebody told me they were pregnant, that's not the case for everybody. Some people have planned this out. So uh, congratulations to you and your pre- prepared lifestyle for a kid. Um, also in 2019, uh, I've been, been mean to. Someone was really mean to me recently, and it hurt my feelings, guys. Uh, I went on two dates with this girl. Let me be clear. No relations happened. Like, no relations. We barely even kissed. So I wasn't really feeling it after two dates. And uh, so I, like, I like said that a little bit. And we didn't text for a couple days. And then I text her. And I'm pretty open on dates. So I told her about, like, how I used to be a player and whatnot. And after, like, I ended things after two dates, remember, no relations happened. She sent me a flurry of just scathing, insult my character text messages. And it hurt my feelings. But you know how I knew I grew up, guys? It's because I she had shown me a picture of her mother. And I wanted to text back after she sent me all these mean text messages. Baby girl, you shouldn't be so mean because I've seen a picture of your mama. And you're going to be ugly later on in life. But I didn't say that because I'm mature now, guys. Um, This next episode is a good episode. It was... uh, My guest for this episode is a good friend of mine. uh, Jade Ashley Brienne. Uh, Sorry, we nerded out a little bit. So if you want to fast forward through the nerding out of anime and Star Wars, go right ahead. I won't be offended. But this episode is good because she is out there goal chasing she's getting her dreams accomplished she's writing books uh she's pretty open like she's an open book if you ask her any question and i actually watch her and try to emulate some of the stuff she does because she's a very good creative so listen to this episode it's a good holla at your boy ladies and gentlemen it is time for the humor in mistakes podcast each week, we have a guest on our show to discuss mistakes, mishaps, and missteps that they made throughout life. We hope to find wisdom and a few laughs along the way. This week, I'm here with Jade, Ashley, Brienne. <laughs> I got to get my spill out. I got to introduce you. Uh, she's a social media content consultant and producer, a community manager, and author uh, she teaches courses, she does graphic design, videography, public speaking, and is a future filmmaker. And she ha- is an ex-podcaster. Is, is that is that all the things you gave me? I'm not sure. I also did underwater basket weaving. You did? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you do that? Why did um, you give it up? Why did I give it up? You look like uh, you'd be good at it. My hair. Okay. I'm a black woman. I so, couldn't take the chlorine. So you just stopped? You gave up your dream because I did, of that? I, I slammed it all down. I saw that what it was doing to my roots, and I just walked out. It was, it was the final straw. I appreciate you being able to walk away from something. 
Uh, I would like to thank you first and foremost for not judging me how I arrived today. Oh, I can- no. I don't know where you got that from. I am judging okay, you. Okay, you judging <laughs> you. Okay. So I'm being judged, but you're still going to do the show. I Absolutely. I want y'all to know that he ran in here panicked, backpack slung over his shoulder. He looked like... It wasn't zipped up. It wasn't zipped up. He doesn't have a jacket. It's it's a smooth 30 degrees outside. and Shoes untied. I, and I was, on, I was actually early. I got here at 447, <laughs> minutes before I was supposed to, and he came in here like... A school mother who had to drop off 17 kids. It was hilarious. And, uh, yes, I'm judging. Okay. Well, I I hope we can continue to have a great show so far. Um, So tell me about yourself. Who is Jade Ashley Brienne? (laughs) And I use all three names because I was introduced to you as Jade. Then someone slipped up and said Ashley around me. And now I go to your website, and there is a Brienne there. Okay. So before I get into this, I do want to say that I have never lied about my name. I've never lied about my identity. I am a Gemini, which grants me the right to have multiple personalities. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to do this per name, okay? I consider Ashley my professional person, personality-wise. She handles all of the social media and the, you know, code switching. She's the one that, you know, handles all my interviews when I go for jobs. She speaks well. Um, She acts like she has good sense. Um... And she does her taxes, um, balances her <laughs> checkbook. That's who, that's who Ashley is. Jade doesn't really care about pleasing people. She just wants to be who she is. Um, she's a little rude. Um, she's She's got a lot of opinions, and she doesn't care um, that you don't want to hear them. She has a right to get them off of her chest. And Brienne is the person who is into the nerd stuff. So Brienne's the one who's listening to to k-pop and watching k-dramas and we anime. did nerd out about we did <laughs> we nerd out about we had an anime argument and here's the thing i always test people to see are they really good at anime so i said something off the wall and you like corrected me i was like i respect her i was it? actually angry because you said some out-of-pocket thing oh don't open that door because we would nerd out for the next hour but but yeah i tested your, your anime skills i was impressed thank um, you and, I, and the thing is, I was impressed with myself a little bit because I used to judge books by their cover and been like, oh, she don't know nothing about anime. But you do. You do. Certified. Look me up. Uh, I've, I've done my research now. <laughs> Thank you, you. You know what you're talking about. You know, okay. Uh, but, yeah, so those are your three personalities. I have a question for you, by the way, a personal question. Uh, uh, my name <laughs> Wow. Mm, Let me tell you something. Donovan can come out and I can. Who is is Donovan? (laughs) Well, that's. (laughs) Is that your middle name? Yeah, that's part of the question I wanted to ask you. Okay, um, I wanted to know if I started going by Donovan. I had someone who told me, like, maybe you should go by Donovan, like, professionally, because Donovan is, like, a very professional sounding name. Like, I'm Donovan. (laughs) You say it like that? Yeah. Donovan, um, are you are you trying to figure out if you should change your whole? Well, as someone who has multiple names, should I should I incorporate Donovan? Because there's a Donovan that I imagine just dresses up in suits, like, and <laughs> hi, my name is Donovan. <laughs> First of all, you sound like a jiggle. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think that you can do whatever you want to do. Um, because it's 2019, and you have the right to present yourself, your brand however you want to present yourself. So if you want to be Justin, if you want to be McNeil, if you want to be Donovan, you can be Donovan. It needs to be deeper, please. <laughs> Donovan. There you uh, go. It's not going to work. Um, you do it. I would say be very careful about your font choices. Okay. Font's important? Yes, yes. If you're going around as Donovan and Comic Sans, <laughs> okay. nobody's going to take you seriously. I need a social media consultant. I was going to ask you after the show how much you charge, and I'm not asking you on air because I know – but I'm not gonna put you on the spot like that. But call me. We can. We need to talk business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, see it as I posted this show to the day of. I was like, what is? My, what am I being tagged in? <laughs> 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 oh, okay, for today's show. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, who are you? What do you like to do? How did you get to this point? All very open-ended, not very good interview questions. That wasn't that wasn't that wasn't deep at all. Um, Lord, where do you start? Okay, 
So, well, I want to start with day one. Like, were you a jokester? Were you an author growing up? Like, yeah, did as soon you as I came out the womb, cracking jokes. I mean, I did, so. I believe that. No. <laughs> so this whole, the whole, the base of my whole personality complex thing here is that I am an author, um, and that's where all of this stuff spawned from. So it actually started when I, I was young. I was 11, and I was in class. I was supposed to be doing math. I don't like math, so I didn't do it. Um, so I took out my notebook, and I just started writing. Um, and it was about a house-eating robot. I got like six or seven pages in. My teacher came over and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. And then she looked down, and she was like, oh, you're, you're writing. And then she's like going through all the papers, and she's looking at it. I'm thinking I'm in trouble, like, because I just got caught. And she was like, all right, I know how to handle this. I'm like shaking. I'm like, <laughs> I just got in trouble for, like, throwing away my lunch money the week before. <laughs> um, so I was like, I Wait, can't. you just threw it in the trash? Well, when you're that young, you don't understand what money means. <laughs> you obviously didn't listen to rap music growing up because all I cared about was money. It was money over everything. Like my mom used to question, even me. I'm like, Ma, listen to rap. It's money over everything. <laughs> I don't even. Re I don't remember listening to music as a child. What was I listening to? Anyway, um, yeah, because I had th I had thrown away exactly forty five cent, and I got that little note stuck to my. So when she said that, I said, my mama's gonna throw me off of this building. Um, and then. Like an hour later, she was like, "All right, well, so Ashley's gonna come and read us read us a story," and I was like, mm. "Oh, she pulled you? Mm -mm. She did that?" Mm -mm. She was like, "I said, well, what story do you have me to read, Miss Johnson?" And she was like, "Oh, the story you were writing during math class." So I read it, and people were like, "Oh my god!" Because I never finished it, so they were like, "Oh, it, it, I stopped it like right when the girl was like, "Don't you eat my house, robot?" And I never finished it, but <laughs> like kids were like, "What happened next? You gotta keep writing," and I was like. You know what I do? I have to keep writing. Oh, so you owned it. I owned you own the moment. I never not own things. Okay. See, I'm see I was the same way like when the teacher was like, "Hey, if you want to keep talking, you can come up and teach the class." I was prepared. Right. <laughs> I've been prepared at home to teach your class for this moment just so I can show you up. Thank you. Just so Don't you dare me. Don't don't try me. I'll teach the entire class. You, you take a seat. Go to the teacher's lounge. We're I got learn this. About, we're gonna learn about care bears today. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I study. Like I would study for moments to up the teacher. Like <laughs> I was sitting there like I had lesson plans ready. That's diabolical. I know. <laughs> who did, who does that? Yeah, man, I can't wait. I oh, can't. I had I was always trying to one up teachers. Yeah, but a lesson plan? Like Why not? My God. Why not? Like Mojo Jojo. You got to. I got a big head like him too. So like, just the. This is this is off tangent. Now we're speaking about Mojo 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 Mojo. Mojo Jojo. Thank you. There was, there was something on Twitter about how Mojo Jojo couldn't go about his normal day without the Powderpuff Girls like just showing up randomly and beating the tar out of him. Like you could be like shopping, or, or, like walking down the street, and then the Powderpuff Girls just show up yeah. and just beat the tar out of him for no reason. As against police brutality as I am, <laughs> they never asked any questions, <laughs> and I was for it. <laughs> they just started swinging. Oh my god! Like there was a picture, and his like brains were like all over. I was like, this is this is wrong. Like who is going to rein them in? <laughs> Someone wrong. needs to arrest the powder puff Please. girls. They just beating up people. They beat the crap out of him on a regular. That's off topic. Sorry. What were we you know I about? rooted for the Rowdy Rough Boys. The who? See, you weren't that deep in. I'm gonna change the subject. Oh, the the, the one was green. He was tall and he had hair shaped like a. a Poly yeah. Polygraph. Yeah, I was I was rooting for them. I was I was. So so you started writing yeah. at an early age, and you can did you continue with the robot story? No, I have no idea where that went. What happened was right around that time, I think the same year is when I got into like anime. So I discovered um, Sailor Moon that year. Okay. And not the regular Sailor Moon that was showing like on the television. Like the, the, you talking about the Sailor Moon? Sorry, where season one they all died then? Yeah, and I'm talking about like all the way at the beginning. But I was like. I, I saw the episode on like 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 after bananas and pajamas, and then using my resources, I got like tapes sent from Japan. Like I wanted to see the original, so um, I get a hold of these uh, Japanese anime VHSs. This is how long ago it was, and I was like, "Yo, yo, no, no, no! There needs to be something else because I didn't know about the other season." So I just started writing fan fiction. Okay. Um, so I was like, like writing Sailor Moon fan fiction, and then I got as I got deeper and deeper into it, is there there's Inuyasha fan fiction? Uh, what Kinshi you know about Inuyasha? Come on, bro. 
Kenshin fan fiction. Then it was um, uh, Devil Hunter Yoko fan fiction. Like, I had, like, so much fan fiction. And I just, like, every time I found a new love, I wrote a fan fiction about. So it went from, like, anime to, like, Star Wars to, like, K-pop. And then, like, as I'm moving through this, people are like, you know, you do this a lot, and you're actually good at it. Why don't you get published? And I was like, nah, that's silly. Wait, that's not silly. And then I started the process of transferring the book into an actual manuscript to get an agent. Was this your first book? That is this like part of the process for your first book, or have you written? Okay, so the fir- this is all based on the first book, which, Lord, okay, so I wrote the first book. Um, for anyone that's writing, it takes a while to get signed to any kind of contract. Um, so it took me seven months to find um, a publisher, and I get published, and I do all this, but then I actually canceled my contract for the second book because they were full of crap, and I wanted to see if I could do it on my own. Trust me, I'm going to try to find a publisher on the third one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is not easy, this uh, self-indie stuff. I have some beef with you about the first book. What? Uh, yeah. What? I'm just going to say it. So I like to do my research, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to knock out the first book real quick. Four <laughs> pages. Oh, you're going to be 400, so hard. 400 <laughs> pages. I was like, I'll just knock it out in a week real quick, and then I'll surprise it. Like, hey, I read it. And then 400, the is sec- that what we doing? The second one's 798. <laughs> Can I tell you why me and J.K. Rowling don't get along? Yo, those books are thick. They're too thick. Because, see, she hit me with the fourth book, and it was, like, 700 pages out of nowhere. And I was like, all right, J.K. Rowling, like, tone it down. I gave you one. I read it. She's like, no. Then she gave me another one. I did not read the fifth book. The the fifth through seventh, I haven't read Deathly it. Hollows was big enough to, like, injure somebody with, okay? Didn't read them. I listened to them on audio tape nah, just to that. disrespect her. I stopped. Like, and you know who else does it? J, uh, George R. Okay. What's this man's last name? Tolkien? No, it's not Tolkien, but it sounds like it should be. George R. R. Whoever wrote, uh-oh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Game of Thrones, like, it'll be like little book, medium book, little book, and then the very last book that he wrote before he just said, I'm not writing any more books for this series, y'all can kiss my butt. I think it was a smooth 998 pages. I'm not with it. I'm I not. read all of it. I got yeah. through it. Not with it. That don't sick to my stomach. Don't give me a book that long. I right. might. I'll just give it to you. I'm I'm upset. I was I was highly upset. Was it's like, only four hundred pages. Like the book is like this thin. Like when you see the next book, that's that's reason to be angry. So that's reason to retaliate. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do to get past that. I'm hoping it's not retaliation. I don't uh, know how you retaliate against well, somebody from writing too much. Well, McNeil is calm. Donovan is very calm. He, <laughs> Justin, he be wild. <laughs> Let me speak to Donovan, please. Uh, no, Justin is running things right now. Shit. McNeil will make a joke out of it. Yeah. He gets in trouble because he makes jokes out of things that should be made jokes out of. Justin just threatened me <laughs> <laughs> on radio. Oh, uh, live on air, actually. Yeah, thanks, great. That's not smart at all. Mm-mm. So how does it feel to get this goal accomplished, right? Because there are a lot of, I know people who are ri- writing books and I put that in quotations, but they can't, people can't see. Uh, they've been writing forever. Or How did you do it? Like, how did you make it happen? Um, one, I finished the book before I decided to publish it. Um, so I know a lot of people, um, they go, I'm going to publish this book with a thought to, to publish a book. Like, So they have like an outline or synopsis. I was like, I have a finished product. Now it's time to publish. That's what made it so easy for me. Um, I came in a hardship when I was trying to write the second one because um, the first one took me the first one took me a year and a half, but it's because I was writing a chapter like every couple of months. Um, when it came to the second one, I literally just sat down and I wrote every day, and it still took me a year because your brain just doesn't work like that. Um, so to f- have finished the second book felt <laughs> it felt really good. I don't even know if there's like a, anything I can compare it to other than being drunk or high. It's like that low. Uh, I was like, oh, man. Uh, uh. <laughs> I, I just made noises. Like, you over here simulating stuff. <laughs> like, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the air. We were live on the air. Oh, that 
was a lot. No, yeah, it just it feels really good to God, and I shouldn't even say that. What's another word I can say? It felt I felt accomplished. You felt accomplished. No, you can say that. You can be real. Not, yeah, yeah, it felt really good. Like I, I when I put the end, I didn't put the end, that's corny. When I put the last period on it before I even started editing it, I was like, Holy crap and of course it was hundred and seventy grand worth of words, so like I felt really doubly accomplished. Oh, I thought you were talking about money. I was like, You got hundred and seventy No. Sometimes I don't say numbers right. Okay. I was like <laughs> You got hundred and seventy grand on you? Mm-mm. Justin was falling at the battle. Yeah, Justin, <laughs> He's like, you may not Justin make was gonna be sad. <laughs> I don't even think I have hundred and seventy dollars, okay? Oh man. Would you just sat down and did it? Like, did you do you have a process for writing every day, or do you just tell yourself it has to be done? I got to get it done. Um, I tell myself it has to be done. Like, I I have a process because I'm not exactly sane. Um, there's some people that can like <laughs> sit down and be like, I'm gonna write from seven a.m. to ten p.m. Get up, feed my cat, take the trash out, and I'm gonna write from ten. To, so I can't do that. I can't do that. I'll write like throughout the day. So if I'm if I'm looking at something, or if I'm on Twitter or something, something like just pops in my brain I stop what I'm doing I get it on paper and then I go back to doing what I'm doing sometimes I've written like on the road if I have a thought in my head I'll grab my voice recorder and I'll just talk until I'm empty and they're like okay see I need that like I need I need your schedule so I can do that because no I'll schedule because well that's what I'm saying I'm at work <laughs> and sometimes like because I do the same thing like I have probably a thousand voice recordings or I have like just notes everywhere I'm like I can't be doing this at work like I'm sitting there at work with an idea like that's the perfect place to do it. <laughs> I wrote the whole second book on somebody else's dime. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wrote that whole second book at work. <laughs> so do it. Also, I, I utilize Google Calendar like it's a religion. So if I if I record something at like twelve o'clock, I'll put a Google Calendar at six o'clock. Please listen to your recording. <gasps> that, that's what I never go back and listen. Like you have to, to. Okay. Okay. Also, like, uh, you've got Windows, right? I do. My computer just died. Oh, I'm Because sorry. I did not plug it in correctly when I was frantic. Do I was playing it off like it was still plugged up. Do you want me to plug it up? Like, is, I, is that, I, are you, are you going to judge me for that? I know, yeah. But it's too late. Like, you've already, you shouldn't have told me. Like, you should have, like, reached. Is it this plug that's hanging out? Holy crap. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So y'all really can't believe you came in here frantic because it wasn't, I don't even think it was an attempt. It was literally hanging by a string. Poor computer. Oh, man. I was trying to play it off. Like, I was sitting here reading my notes. Like I mean, I saw you, like, bend it towards you, and I was like, what is he doing? I, uh, it went dead. Okay. <laughs> well, here we are. Here is, here is the interview. But so you set, you set up a Google Calendar to go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Is that helpful for you? Yes. Yes. That G drive and uh, there's this thing called sticky notes in Evernote, um, where this is where it becomes like like you got to be like really in tuned with your star player. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kevin. <laughs> oh no, cat. It's cat. Yeah, I was in tune with my star player where I realized that if I don't have stuff in front of me, I won't remember. So when my Google Calendar tells me something, it doesn't. It pops up on my phone. It gives me email, and then it pops up at the bottom of my screen. And then I'll take that information and put it in my sticky notes to make sure that I don't forget it. And then whatever inspiration came from that, I put it in Evernote. Okay. So you just gotta have you gotta have a system. See, okay, I haven't gotten into Evernote. Like I haven't. I was like, oh, it's too much. Like it it's is too, too much. It's too much. It, my ADD doesn't. It's too, it's too many things to do. You can also do Pinterest. Like that's the other alternative to Evernote. I do uh, I do Todoist or something like that. It's like a to do list app. I had one of those and it started. She started to cuss me out. Yeah, <laughs> they get mad at you. Ma'am, are you going to yeah, – no, delete? Who are you talking this to? This task is two days old. I know that. <laughs> Don't you think I know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, uh, yeah. She had to go. So let's talk about some of the mistakes you've made along the way. Let's open up this door. Okay. When I was driving over here, I wanted to know, are these just mistakes I've made in life or they're, are they writing mistakes? Well – Either one, right? So I've uh, mistake is open. It's like I've had. How you doing, bro? <laughs> I, have, I got fans. And he he looks so eager, like he was like smushing himself up against the glass. I should have seen it. <laughs> um, but no, so it's mistakes. I've had people who had mistakes with a mindset, right? So I've had someone on the show who were like, they didn't be, uh, believe in themselves until they were thirty, right? They doubted themselves. Mm-hmm. 
So it can be a mistake. It can be a mindset. It could be a path you didn't take that you may have wanted oh, to take. Oh, I, I gotta go. Okay. Okay. So, so you good? So let's go back to Jade. Um, Jade had a very wild twenty, the twenties, not the actual twenties, but when she was twenty, from twenty-one to twenty-nine, she she didn't have a lot of focus. Why am I talking in third person? I didn't have a lot of focus. Um, so there is at one point where I could have, you know, followed, you know, I'm in college, I'm doing like, you know, all these professional things and parties associations, and I had a really bad breakup, and I, just, I think that may have been where all of these personalities came from. I think I just cracked and fractured, <laughs> and I became Breakups will do that. They, I, I became a maniac. Like, one part of me was a maniac, and to deal with all of the stress of the breakup and trying to stay in school, I became like this wild child. Um, now, mind you, I'm still writing and I'm still I'm still nerding out, but I would like literally shelf that person and then I would go out and do like stupid things. So um, during these years, um, there was this club in Greensboro called BG's, BG McGee's. It was did still, it go down at BG McGee's? Oh, it's, oh, B, I'm glad they leveled the place because it was a, a sin of den, <laughs> den of sin. Um, it's called BG McGee's and it was full of of just people I hadn't I grew up on a golf course I don't know anything about people of that sort of I do now but they, <laughs> they were rough nothing wrong with rough but they were rougher than I was ready for but anyway I wanted to you knew? huh go ahead no um, I tried to I wanted to fit in I wanted to kind of be like these people because I'm obviously having an identity crisis I don't know what's going on in my brain so um, I <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just date. I'm going to date one of them. That's how I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to date one of them. So I went in there one night, and there was this guy by the pool table. He was a fairly-looking guy, but, you know, he looked like <laughs> he looked like he was, like, in charge. Like, he was, like, running the pool tables. People were walking up to him. And I was like, that's the one. That's the you one I'm going to touch. Alpha. That's who I wanted. I walk up to him. I'm not exactly sober. He, I don't know what was going on. I don't remember the night. And I asked him what his name was. I was being brave. And he said his name was... He said Wayman. I know he said Wayman. And I said, oh, okay, hey, Wayman. I'm, I'm Ashley. Whatever. We exchanged phone numbers. I'm telling everybody, yo, I met this guy named Wayman. They're like, Wayman? He says Wayman. I was like, he said his name was Wayman. I said, maybe he's like, like you know, from like another country. It doesn't matter because he was like, he was really, really bright. He was like taupe. Um, and it, that's where all the ethnic racist <laughs> jokes came from. God, Lord. <laughs> so um, here's how... I found out that this man was a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I have every all the listeners' ears just perked up. Like if they weren't paying attention to the podcast, this was in the background. Everyone just perked up. Was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what did you just say? This is how I found out he was a pimp. So the uh, I was hanging out with my regular friends. I tried to keep a wide ocean between like these people I met at BGs and my regular friends, and we were at. Um, we were at BG's and we're like, well, we need to go. Let's just go to IHOP or whatnot. And when I left, he was wearing a polo, regular jeans, some Tims, and a hat because that was the thing to dress like B2K back then. And we left. We went to IHOP. I said, you know, I'll see you later. He said, I'm going to call you. I want to come over. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. We get to IHOP. We're eating like civilized people. And he tells me, hey, um, are y'all on the IHOP on Wendover? Um, let me, you know, I'm going to come in. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So I was like, y'all. I met this hood guy, so, you know, like, just be prepared. You know, he might just be a little rough around the edges, but he's a good person. <laughs> this man came into IHOP less than 45 minutes after I departed in some stunner shades that were completely blacked out, <laughs> a reversible leather fur coat, so there was leather on the inside, fur on the outside. And I'm not talking about, like, a little bit of fur. I'm talking about fur that you could see, like, visibly from a distance. So I was like, what? Is he wearing a fur jacket? <laughs> He had on some black, like, pleather pants, some, like, Stacey Adams, and this gigantic medallion thing that, like, if you hit it, it spun in the middle like a rim. And he came in, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> and I said, I said, I said, oh, my God. And they said, who is that? I said, I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't know who it is. And he walked up you to me. You denied him? I denied the heck out of him. Yes, I did. But he walked right up to me. He was like, hey, yo, Ash, why aren't you answering your phone? And I was like, I don't have it. I was literally holding my phone. <laughs> He's like, I don't have it. He was like, oh, okay, well, you know, do you um, do you want to, you know, you want to eat or do you want to just leave? Oh, let's leave. Let's leave right now. Everybody, let's leave. So everybody was like, is your friend, is your friend a pimp? I was like, no, my friend's not a pimp. Does he look like a pimp? <laughs> my 
No, he's not a pimp. So we get to the house, and he's getting all these phone calls. And they're from girls. So at this point, I'm just, like, getting really, really angry. And I was like, how are you saying you can, you know, I can come, you can come over here, and you've got all these girls calling? He was like, chill, it's for work. And I was like, it's like 12 o'clock at night. What do you mean it's for work? So he goes to the bathroom. He goes and he does drugs. I don't know why. I don't know what he thought the night was going to he be. He was preparing himself. Mm-hmm. He was re- he was going to be ready for four hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into what happened after that. But he came back out, and he was like, if you don't believe me, check my phone. He's plastered. I don't know what he's in there, sniffing paint. I don't know. I look at his phone, and it's literally girls, like, checking in to corners. And I said, like a, like a locate Google location. Yeah, drop? like before, like you could like do like <laughs> all this fancy stuff with equipment. He was like, she was like, well, yeah, I'm gonna be on the corner of Market, and I was like, I said, are you, are you, are you a pimp? He's like, no, 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 no. I'm a human resource manager. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right, all right, and then I kicked him out. It was that was the end of it. Do you have a problem with prostitution? No, I have a problem with you not tell. Well, no, I have a problem with you showing up looking like Huggy the Bear. And then being a pimp. Like, if you had told me. So he should have led with that. Like, hey, listen, my day job, <laughs> I'm a prostitute. I'm a, pro- I'm, a, I'm a pimp. Where was the jacket at? Why did he change? If he had shown up in his polo, I don't think it would have led to me thinking he was a pimp. First, you got to dress for the job you want. Like you <laughs> got to dress. The job he wanted. You got to dress the part. Like most pimps wear three-piece suits. He was like a, a second-tier pimp. He was a middle manager pimp. That's okay. You got to work your way up. So you just can't be the large guy in charge. But you got to you work your way up. It was a reverse. I forgot to tell you that the leather on the inside was white. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you and pimp didn't work out. No, no, no. We actually did. Um, I don't want to lie. Okay, yeah, this is there's a lie detector on this mic. Huh? There's there are a lie detectors on this mic. People oh. just keep it real. To yeah. be honest, social media, future social media manager. Uh the original name of the show was <laughs> Keeping It McReal. And then <laughs> So people I was like, people will keep it real if I have the name that, but I was told I should change it because it was a terrible name. McReal. Um, yeah, it didn't. It lasted for like four or five months, and then after the split, he got real sad, and then started telling everybody I was a stripper. Um, and then every time I was, you know, the T Pain song, "I'm in love with a stripper," he would like get to the middle of the dance floor and point at me, <laughs> and then he would finish it with, "You gotta be the one girl." I was like, "Oh, this is—he's probably gonna kill me." Um, do you, Do you like uh, public outcries no. of love? No, they it's don't work. Stupid. No. Like, first of all, it feels manipulative. Like, if you're doing, you're not doing this because you want me to connect with whatever you're saying. You're doing this that you want everybody else to connect with with what you're saying. Like, you're not doing this because you want me to know you love me. You're doing this because you want everybody else to know that you love me. Fair enough. Or that you think I'm a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) So, what what got Jade out of that that uh, that phase where she was like. I want to wild out, or I am recovering through doing this other side of my life because I've done that before. I had to tell people like, "Look, McNeil was out here wilding for a little bit, <laughs> you know." Especially after a breakup, I was wilding. Like I can tell you some stories about around here in Chapel oh, Hill where oh. it went. Breakups oh. are terrible places. They things. are terrible places, man. I uh, wish I like, didn't do that, man. Uh, what is it? oh? I have gotten, oh, Uh-oh. I've gotten H-E-A-D on one of these buildings <laughs> over there. <laughs> I was- like, and I'm like, as it was happening, I was like, this is a low point. Like, I'm not <laughs> enjoying this. <laughs> Who is this guy there? <laughs> you told me you had an existential crisis in the middle of getting. I did. I was oh, like, who is wow. this guy? right? Because I wasn't even enjoying it. I was like, I don't even want to be here. I'm just on Tinder swiping right on everybody trying to feel something. <laughs> and now it's cold outside. This is the saddest thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> Please don't say that. You know, it's, it's down there. It's, 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 wow, wow. I'm sorry. I'm going to answer your question so that we can get off this very dark chapter in your life. <laughs> um, literally, I started dating someone else who had since. Okay. That was it. Oh, that no, late. I'm lying. In between Wayman, there was another guy who, um, said that he didn't need good credit because he was going to rob a bank big enough 
so that he would have enough cash on hand. He would never need a 401k or credit. Were you helping him plan this? You're no, very creative. He, he said it out of the blue. Um, we were cuddling. He was like, I don't need no 401k. Okay, okay. Where did that come from? We're watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What are you talking about? So it was them. But then I, after that, I, I started dating someone who had a little bit of common sense. Um, and he was like, what are your pa-? He was crazy also, though. I think he was like a hotep, and he had like a third eye. And he was like, you need to follow your passion. What does your heart say? He helped you write the book, man. No, he didn't help me write nothing. (laughs) (laughs) He helped me write a restraining order. Um, He was, you need to write. You need to do what's in your heart. What did you do? Like, you got guys uh, yelling that they love you and you're a stripper in public. You're getting a restraining order. What did you do to these guys? I think it's girls who can tell jokes. Okay. I think guys like funny girls. I think that's the only excuse I can have because – Crazy and crazy don't make crazier. They make one of, you know, when you're with somebody who's just as crazy as you are, you have a reality, like, am I that crazy? So you don't think crazy and crazy mix? No, they can mix. It's just according to what the end result's going to be. I mean, if it uh, ends up in kids, now you're going to have some crazy, crazy kids. Now you got a crazy family. Exactly. (laughs) You don't even understand. Like, somebody insulted your kid at a soccer game and you just. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I blacked out. I don't remember. You're I'm proud and you're proud and upset at the same time. And you're in cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> we just all gonna be crazy together. Yeah, man. We a unit. We a unit. <laughs> <laughs> I've met some crazy families. I'm like, someone's got to stop the cycle. Someone- <laughs> to marry someone who's sane, just diluted a little bit. Is like, it like? Is it like? Maybe it's like a a, a tradition. Like, yeah, no, she was she was just a little too sane. <laughs> I don't. You need somebody who, like, has a raccoon for a pet. Bring her home. Yeah, like, somebody like that. Mm-hmm. There are different types of uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so now you're, you're, you're going through your relationship stuff. When did you write the book? Like, was this – did Jade have to tone it down a little bit before you wrote the book? Or were you I, writing the book the whole time? No, I wasn't writing. I was just writing wild in Yasha Smut. Um, for those who don't know who Smut is, Smut is just really nasty – writing i had a moment a, a time in my life where everything was sex um so you wrote uh, uh kagome and inuasha type stuff yeah okay also i was a big uh shipper of shishumaru and um kagra i thought they should have ended up together i don't know why he killed her off wait wait hold on say the girl again. oh you're talking about no yes no. she was like so in love with him no, you no, need no. to go back and read. She was so like as she was dying, her last thought was on him. You talk, but she was. She, we can't nerd out about okay, this. Okay, sorry. But so. she was a Kagome was a reincarnation. It was like the. No, you're the, thinking of Kikyo. Poor baby. No, Kikyo. Am I getting schooled on my? Yes, show right you now? are. <laughs> I in a minute. I watched a half moon like the final twelve episodes where they wrapped up everything or whatever. Kagome is a reincarnation of Kikyo. Kagura was one of the. Um, uh, splits off from uh, Nakaru. He split himself off, and he made uh, Kagura. He made that little eerie white girl, and then he made like that other guy. But the important one was Kagura. She was the one who had the most common sense. But she was in love with Shishomaru. Oh, 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 oh! You talking about Inuyasha's brother? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I'm here. I'm here now. I'm here. You here? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shishomaru was my dude. Yeah. He was my dude. The fact that he didn't talk trash, he just did his thing. And he talked trash, but it was sort of like a, a haughty like trash. It's like anime trash where they're like, You're no, right. they can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> they know they can beat you, so they try to talk you out of it, but they're still talking like, trash. Just move. Like, That's it. Exactly. That's a threat. This is. <laughs> this is not what you want to do. Sometimes I think anime get stuff from uh, black culture. Like, where they're like, I wish you would. I think so. Shamru, uh, Champloo was nothing but uh, feudal Japan and, and Brooklyn. <laughs> exactly. Mixed together. That's all that was. I like, oh, I forgot his name. I like the guy in the red. He was my guy. Uh, So it's Jin. I think Jin could beat him in a fight. I mean, Jin was the best character. I don't. Because I used to ship Jin and Fu and not Mugen. His name's Mugen. What? You didn't like Mugen? I didn't, I didn't dislike Mugen, but he was a drunk. We can't. Irresponsible drunk. We're going to have a nerd off one okay. day because we can't do it on air because they don't know what we're talking about because we're just dropping Japanese <laughs> names back and forth. Just know that I'm right. Okay. <laughs> so so Jade had to go away, and then you started writing. Like, what, what was the wake-up call for you? Did, 
Um, I had to, I had, okay, God, I'm getting to, I, I moved from Greensboro to Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> ATL is where it goes down. Like, I had yeah. a friend move to ATL. They had to come back, like, yep. two years later. Yeah. Like, no, it, nope. yeah, it was a year and a half later. I went down there. I was like, I was like, I can't, I can't do this or you. Like, I had to get away from she that. She found God. Like, I <laughs> ATL, but she like you know had her fun in college, and she went to ATL, came back, found God. I, I think like, I seen two people have sex at the strip club, and that was it. <laughs> I was like, this is this is God, Sod- Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't understand. <laughs> so I moved back to Fayetteville, and if you've ever been to Fayetteville, there's absolutely nothing to do in Fayetteville. Don't say that about Fayetteville. What is there to do in Fayetteville? Not a thing, but not a thing. I want Jay Cole to be on the show pregnant. one day, and I cannot have someone insult. He me. knows. <laughs> Most of his uh, raps are about sitting on his roof. <laughs> <laughs> so I got there and you you don't have anything to do and I was like, All right, let me concentrate on something so I don't like go on like some kind of crime spree and I was like, Okay, 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 I'm gonna write about this. this at this point I was in the K pop, I'm gonna write about this. It got way out of hand. <laughs> um I was like, Why am I twenty chapters in? I don't understand. I had like charts and graphs and pictures printed out and and like, you ever seen that uh meme where the guys connecting the lines on that wall yeah that's exactly what my bedroom looked so you like. went crazy absolutely all right nuts and then at the end of it was a book and everybody was like oh turn this into a book and i said i ain't got nothing else to do i'm gonna do it and that's how that happened and that's how uh the the halation oh sh- i almost cursed so <laughs> the series is called um halation i stole that from sailor moon i don't know if y'all know but even if you had like the the American version of it, she had this move called she has this move called Silver Moon Halation. So I was like, oh, I'm still in that. So the series is called Halation. The first book is the Halo of Amorous, and the second book is Good job. Thank you. And the re- I'm going to call you out, but you can say, go ahead and say the second book before I call you out. <laughs> and the second book is A Third of the Moon and the Stars Struck. So let's talk about what happened at the beginning of our interview when I was asking you the normal questions. I always ask people, I'm like, how do you pronounce this so I can say it right? So I asked her, how do you pronounce your book? She didn't even know. <laughs> she had to Google what her book was called. I don't, I don't know if this how it works for authors. I have an excuse, okay? When I originally sat down to write this book, it was actually, ooh, I hope you didn't pick that up because I burped. Uh, it was actually using names from a completely different language. So most of the, the character names, because it's fan fiction, were like in Korean. So I had to do the process of taking these Korean names and converting them and characters into um, the characters that I wanted this book to be based on. So I had to like pick names. And the first name I actually literally picked for the, the, char- the lead character, her name was Jen Aramis. So in my head, that was her name the entire time. But as I was writing, I was putting down Amaris. So it wasn't until I got to like the second or third um, draft with the editor, and she was like, "You got two different names here." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I said, well, go with the one you see the most," and that's how it became not Aramis but Amorous. So, do you think that like Ashley was writing one name and Jade was writing another? It's completely possible. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair Sometimes enough. I would write drunk. <laughs> hey, that's how you get something. I haven't written a book. I haven't written a book that was four hundred pages. <laughs> I'm you salty. will if you write liquor. I'm salty about that. Maker's but. mark. Um, so one part of this podcast that I like to do, unless you have any more mistakes you want to get into. Um, I tried to dye my hair pink, and currently, oh, let's say I started with pink. It came out pink, burgundy, red, blonde, and then I tried to fix that, and now it's currently burgundy, pink, blue, purple, gray, green. No, right now? No. Oh. It, it is under this wig. Oh, okay. I didn't know. <laughs> I, you know. Well, That's I, why I have it on. Oh. <laughs> you should just be be yourself. I'm about to I sound like your second serious, uh, serious boyfriend. Be you. Let it out. Just. I don't think that's me. I think that's my mistakes. Okay. On my scalp. Uh, one thing I like to do is I like to ask people questions from the internet. Um <laughs> It's, what was that? What's I mean, what? I don't know, like, what part of the internet? The good part of the internet? Like, the oh, dark there's web. Oh, there's a dark web. I, yeah. I have to stay away from there because one it, day they're going to track my IP the address. The FBI will show right up at your doorstep. I've been to the dark. People are crazy in the dark. They're dark. selling, like, lamb livers. <laughs> it's, it's weird, though, because I'm like, am I crazy for being here? Or 
Am I sane because I know that these people are crazy? I think it's equal. Like you have to be like you have to do work. You have to do real work to get to the dark web. It's not like you can put it in a web address. You have to like hack into the dark well, web. Well you have to you and people have to know you, right? So it's not like they just let you in. So you have to be certified and people know your your web name for you to go into the dark web so they trust you that you're not just gonna rat them out. So I think that you have to be somewhat like you have to be a certain level of crazy to be that trustworthy to a crazy person. Like <laughs> Fair enough. You know what the going rate, like, I was on a website where they had, like, a going rate for, like, taking someone out. Yeah. It was 40000 It was, like, this was, like, four or five years ago. Okay, well, now I know. Yeah, well, you have to, uh, they have to trust you. Uh, I'm yeah. a very trustworthy person. I've been there, like, twice. Yeah, it was, like, 40 Gs and, like, somebody, you can pay them and now. That's a cheap price. I thought it would be more expensive. I, yeah, like, that's. Maybe there's someone out there undercutting other it's assassins. Gotta be, because that's the cost of a Subaru. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, but yeah, 40 G's. Um, probably shouldn't be saying that on my episode. Somebody's gonna be. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's gotta tap in my 401k. I may have caused the death of someone. Like, uh, see what you're doing wrong right now is admitting it. What are you talking about? Okay, I'm glad. Are you gonna like? I don't know. What the, uh, okay, I cool. never edit anything. Oh no. Okay. Well, how quickly do you want me to come up with the money for your jail? <laughs> no, I'm not saying you should. By the way, you should not do this. It's too late. <laughs> you should not do this. You should not do this at all. Um, okay, let's talk about <laughs> quest unsolicited advice. Is what this portion is called. Um, the world would be a better place if. The world would be a better place if people minded their business. And that was very censored. I like that. Like, just, I think the world would be a better place and more people would be weird. Because I think everybody's weird, but they're afraid to be weird. You know, I don't know. Because now we have to think about the levels of weirdness and what does weird mean to you? Because it's very subjective. Weird to me is if I went into the middle of the store and I yelled out Bankai and powered up and then like ate like some pops like that's just actually that's not weird that sounds like a drug that's cr- yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's some people who would do naked yoga in the middle of the bank that's their level of weird and at some point you're gonna be like okay look you gotta stay within this bubble of weird and then people are like well why well, i gotta stay in that bubble now you have a weird civil war fair enough so you're saying we should we shift the weird meter a little bit right now because i think think the world needs to be a little bit more weirder i think the world's evolving at an exponential rate of weirdness i think that by the time we have kids and those kids grow up they're gonna be weirdest they're gonna just be with weirdos oh i'm gonna out weird my kid it's gonna be a contest like i'm sorry future wife if it gets crazy because i'm trying to out weird them <laughs> and they'll have no and it might lead to a little bit of trauma but i hope that i have enough money to put them to therapy well, I'm like, if I, if they see their dad being weird, then they'll be okay with being weird. So, therefore, they won't feel, they feel like they can come and talk to me. Unless they're getting bullied. Very true. Very true. But my kid's going to have hands. You show so. up to school, you show up to the seventh grade as a Naruto character, you're going to get picked on. That's I, okay. What can Naruto do? He can fight. Naruto <laughs> got his tail beat until he was like 14, 15. But he became Hokage. We cannot go. <laughs> <laughs> We cannot go there. Mm. Like, stop opening the door. Um, what do you do when you're feeling down? Okay, one's illegal, so I won't, <laughs> <laughs> I won't mention that one. But the second thing is I like singing songs that I, I don't necessarily know what they mean or they have no, like, no connection to like whatever emotion I'm feeling. So if I'm angry, it's like Disney, like the, the most silliest Disney song. My favorite is Gaston. I'll sing Gaston at the top of my lungs. Gaston? I'm sitting here looking at you because that's a very, like, he's pretentious. He's pretentious. He's full of himself. He is completely happy. He is only unhappy in the first, like, 17 seconds of the song. The rest of it is like, oh, I'm feeling myself. Oh, okay. I can see it that way. Okay, okay. You're good. You're straight. Like, can nobody be you? You Gaston. Okay, so you be gassing gassing yourself up with Gaston. I sure the heck do. All the parts. Okay. Uh, What's five things I can do right now to have a better life? Um, let's see. Um, eat well, but also indulge when you feel you need to, because you will snap and then indulge all of the time and not eat well. Um, find your lane. 
make sure you stick in it. That's a lie. I have a whole bunch of lanes, and I swerve all over the dang on highway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was about to say your bio is like. Yeah. Okay. So maybe your lane can be all the lanes. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. just know what no, just know what you want to do, and then don't be afraid to do that thing, and don't worry about what anybody says because, you know, life's seventy years at this point. It might be shorter. We have Trump as president. Um. Oh. I'm banking on living to 90. Spanky, uh, speaking of spanking, speaking of that. <laughs> what? Where is your mind right now? You see, we're talking about Three, the K-pop. Three, watch, watch all of your illicit videos on incognito mode. That's three. That'll make your life a whole <laughs> a whole bunch better. Don't do it on your regular browser. Your employer can look that up. Um, <laughs> uh, four it's a conversation starter, though. What? Categories or just like? Like if someone... Like looks at your history. If somebody looks at my at my history, I might have to kill them. What? Where are you going to? It doesn't what part matter. Of the web are you it doesn't going to matter. Take? It doesn't matter because my categories are my categories. <laughs> okay. Advice number four: Don't ever ask anybody what their categories are. Okay, unless I mean, unless you're willing to stick with them through those categories, do not ask them what their categories are. I leave mine open every now and then. Wow. Just, just like if I'm dating someone, like at that point, I'm like. All right, I want them to know that, but I don't know how to bring it up. I'm so you're just going to leave it out here. <laughs> and then we have to have her talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. I guess that's a good way to do it. It eases the conversation into now it. I'm about to be married, bro. Um, and five, I would say um, make sure you eat cereal. What, ki- what kind? I personally like pops, but everybody says it tastes like cardboard. And the reason I say I tell people pops and then. I can gauge. Like, if you tell me it's cardboard, I know that I can't be your friend. I mean, but you're on my podcast, and... You don't like pops? Frosted Flakes is the best. Who eats Frosted Frosted Flakes? Adults eat Frosted Flakes, but the best cereal is... No, hold on. The best cereal is, 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 uh, what is it? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But you can't eat that anymore because it's super unhealthy. So Frosted Flakes is like the adult. You can definitely still eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch and French Toast Crunch. By the handfuls. You can't eat French. I eat. Well, I don't know who said I couldn't, but I just bought a box this morning. Of cinnamon toast? No, French French toast. Why would you eat French when it's like there's cinnamon right there? Have you had French toast? I have. And I'm like, why? It's like like when a dude is dating a beautiful woman and he goes and and sleeps with an ugly woman. That's what it's like to What's me. What's that me. ugly woman's personality like? What Does she believe in him? Uh, well, does well, she accept <laughs> his dreams? Does she not ask him a weird question about his categories? Like, uh, <laughs> But, well, Cinnamon, uh, what is it? I can't even say the name. French Toast Crunch also has a terrible personality, too. Like, Oh, well, I mean, shoot. <laughs> so like a, I think that's a lie. I think that's just objective. I think, French, I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like, you can get, like, four or five handfuls, and then you're on the worst sugar high ever and then you're gonna crash and then it's just gonna all be bad it's all bad so i'm excited for this next part because this is a surprise and unless you've listened which i hope you haven't at this point um i have a surprise for you um no you don't have to look around oh because i i keep the thing (laughs) you ready (laughs) so i like to tell people to give a motivational speech and i put on some music And uh, who would you like to get? I always tell people who to give their motivational speech to, but who would you like to give it to? I usually tell people to act like you're talking to a room of middle schoolers. Oh, I was like, but Jesus, I want to dedicate this. He to don't Jesus. need your motivation. I, I didn't understand the question. He doesn't need your motivation. <laughs> this is the big JC. <laughs> um, I would say, okay, who I want to give it to? Let's just go with like aspiring writers. Okay. I don't know, creatives. When you hear the music, begin. This isn't fair. Hey you guys, this is Jade, and my words to you are, you have to have talent, but you have to have belief in yourself, okay? Those things without, one of those things without the other is failure. You have to know how you want to succeed, and you have to know what that success looks like. You have to know what you want, and you have to know how you're going to do it, okay? Guys, you know, this music is a lot. Um, (laughs) um, So like a like let's do this like a TED talk. Um, do you believe in you? Do you believe in your creative side? Do you believe in the little seven-year-old child inside of you that says, "I want to write"? Well, are you listening to that seven-year-old that says, "I want to write"? <laughs> that's what the seven-year-old inside of you sounds like. Unless you like 
matured earlier and it was like I want to write and you know you know you might want to get that little boy in gym class um you know if you have a way into the future if you can look into the future and see yourself is it writing for your local newspaper under the joke section or are you a New York Times bestseller think about that think about that and that seven-year-old little child inside of your chest similar to alien chest bursters let it out let it out amen I haven't heard an alien reference in a minute. I read the entire TV tropes for Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Predator versus Alien, and Alien. There's another one where she was a, a clone or something. Yeah, it's like, oh, what is that one? That's the third one after Alien to the Third Power. There's like Alien. Yeah, that's like the. Because Aliens 3 is where she like dies. Yeah. And, and then, then they clone her. Yeah, which never made sense. I was like, why? I, I was like, that's a Ripley clone? I don't. Some guy came, um, some guy came up with a timeline from Prometheus, all the way to the last Alien, with the Predators and apparently Blade Runners in there. Some I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's yeah. Yesterday was Alien Day. So, oh, I have a question for you, This, and then we're going to get back on topic. So you're a fan fiction writer, right? Uh -huh. Or you write sci-fi. Do you make the stories as deep as as they portray on, like, Star Trek or all these where people go in depth? Are the stories really that detailed, or are fans making it that detailed? Um, it's a combination of, okay, so let's take, okay, right now I'm writing, okay, this is a confession. I ship Ray and Kylo Ren you better not. But here's the thing. The script calls for it. Like, if you read the script and you read the novelizations, that's where this is heading. I'm so sorry. So, currently, they're I... They're twins. I thought they were the twins. They're not related. Did you not see The Last Jedi? I thought they were the twins. I did. The twins? You're thinking of Luke and Leia. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Luke and Leia. One of them has... Han and Han and Leia have twins later on. What the heck? You're talking about... You're the talking fan about, fiction. You're talking about Ben and Jaina. Ben and... Her name is Jaina. <laughs> I'm about to say, I, I, I've read Star Wars fan fiction, don't No, Ray, Ray has have no relation to any Skywalker whatsoever. So anyway, I'm writing a Raylo fic right now, and it's dealing with the intricacies of um, light versus dark, how they're both sides of the Force. And in order to write that, you have to be very aware of how the Force works. You have to be aware of how the systems around them work, the politics, the science. You have to go deep enough, not because you have to, because you can write a fluff and it just be about them. Oh, they'll tell you apart, though, if you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. And so you have to know, and it has to be deep. Ray's going to be a great Jedi, is what I think. She is. You want to know why? Because her future husband believes in her. Uh, well, first of all, let's be clear. Uh, I almost walked out of the the uh, last. This is Jedi. why we're not going to be friends after uh, this. I almost walked out of the last. Why? Jedi, uh, because I ship uh, Ren and Finn. Finn kissed R Rose Tico. And, they and, and, have and the second most the second most popular ship after that is Finn and Poe Dameron. I oh am God. Listen, I got so upset. Not. Okay. each other they okay. saved each other's lives let me tell you the parallels okay the parallels between ray and finn is between luke and leia those are the parallels that they're drawing here they saved each other's life luke and leia saved each other's lives they couldn't be together in the end that's because they were related there is no, no relation yeah, okay so these things there's parallels okay the parallel here is luke and leia finn and ray they don't they make some beautiful han is kind of kylo ren in this situation they're trying to make it Poe. It's not going to be Poe. Kylo Ren is this rogue, the bad boy who's going to get the good girl. He's not even that bad, though. Who is not that bad? Uh, the, Kylo Ren. Oh, he's horrible. But that's he's, what I love about him. He's a He was a horrible person who has been treated horribly all of his life. How? Luke. Oh, my God. I'm going to get you the book. Han and Leia were actually frightened of Kylo Ren. They were scared of him, Han, more so than anybody else. That's how he ended up being trained by Luke because they were so damn scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to nerd out. I'm gonna, 
because you and I need to have arguments that I am not able to have with certain people. Because as soon as I realize that they don't know enough, I disqualify right. them. So we need to argue about Naruto. We need to argue about Inuasha. We need to argue about Star Wars. And if you know, if you, if you. Death Note, when you watched Death Note? Or you I did watch Death Note. I don't think I watched it in depth. I can watch okay. it again. Um, but, yeah, we need to have those arguments. By the way, because we're getting close to the hour and we've argued a lot, uh, I'm probably going to have to have you back on the show because I want to go deeper into some things. Um, let's, what do you got going on? Tell the people what you got going on. Okay, so right now I'm writing another book. Oh, my God, I got so much going on. So I'm actually building a, a videography um, content producing um, business because I'm unemployed and I need to make money before I'm homeless. Um, I'm also writing another book. Um, I'm doing more vlogs. I'm basically doing anything to keep my head above uh, financial water. Okay. That's, that's it. Don't you have, don't, aren't you, your, your, your book, what is your new book called? Uh, Third of the Moon and the Starstruck. Okay. Don't you have an art project coming up? You're How do you know this? You just be paying attention to me. I do. I'm curating an Afrofuturism, um, uh, I don't know, because it's not my field, I'm, uh, art gallery thing, event thing, um, with a very dear friend named Monet Marshall um, at the VAE uh, Raleigh in Raleigh. Um, it's going to be really dope. We're trying to get Janelle Monet and um, some other folks to come through. So that's going to be dope. And then um, I also signed up. I'm not going to talk about that because I haven't signed the contract yet. So never mind. <laughs> what else were you paying attention to? <laughs> I just don't feel like I have to. I should have gone down to your whole Facebook. I'm like, well, you got doing this or doing this. You're also in improv noir, so you do improv. I am in improv noir uh, with, with uh, Donovan here. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is McNeil the improv guy? Uh, well, McNeil's the improv guy, but you just brought out Donovan. Wow. Yeah. Quiet storm. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah. Forgiveness. Well, well, if you have nothing else, what do you want to leave the people with? Leave them with a final thought. Um, tell them what they should do. Listen. Continue to listen to Donovan <laughs> talk like this. That's <laughs> that's the only advice I have for you because this is hilarious. That's it. I can't. <laughs> I gotta cut. Ladies and gentlemen. That was this episode of Humor and Mistakes. Each week, we're on the radio <laughs> on 103.5 FM. Remember, everybody makes mistakes, but it's okay. Live your best life. Nerd out. Love yourself. Thanks again. <laughs>